scripture is from Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. The laborers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon, and again about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around, and he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give this last the same as I give you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we thank you for your word, for all of it, for those difficult places. Those places that challenge us and show us a different way to move and live in our lives. We thank you for this parable. May we struggle with it until we become who you mean us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is a part of this parable that we love to love. First, we have to recognize that all parables are about the kingdom of God. So this story isn't about work and wages. It's not even about justice and fairness. Because I noticed none of the rest of us got popsicles or lollipops. Yeah, we didn't get two or three. We didn't even get one. That's not fair. Yeah, not fair. This parable is about life in God's kingdom, where new saints are included with those who have been faithful their entire lives. We love that. We don't begrudge that anybody. You, you come in at the 11th hour as a faithful member of the body of Christ. We love that. There is grace for all. That's the message of this parable.
There is forgiveness for all. And we rejoice with angels because we love that part. The huge message, none, none of us deserve the gift of salvation. Jesus was in, innocent, but he died on a cross. That's not fair. But don't we love that part? The owner of the vineyard spends the whole day hiring workers. There's more than enough work to do and a place for everyone in that vineyard. And we love that. God, who knows our needs, provides for us. God gave water and food to the Israelites in the desert. He protected Daniel in the lion's den. He gave life to Lazarus. He forgave Matthew and Zacchaeus and the woman at the well, the repentant thief on the cross, you and me. God supplies our every need. And we love that. This parable is all about grace and mercy and love. Don't we love that? Some of those seeking work helps to understand who those workers were. Some of those who were seeking work would have been slaves whose masters wanted to make extra money on them and would rent them for a day. Some were unemployed. Some were desperate to feed their families. Others had lost land and homes due to high taxes. Many would have been women and children who lost husbands and fathers. There were those recently released from prison. The lame, the blind. They were not only looking for work, they were begging for work. And Jesus took care of them all. And we love that. That is why you hear me say so often that we do not put money into the offering plates. We put ministry into them. It just happens to look like money. We give ministry, evangelism. We place it in the offering plate. Missions, we place it in the offering plate. Outreach, Sunday school materials, the power bills. We put that in the offering plate. And we love that. Lifting up those who have been beaten down by sharing the blessings we have been given. We love that. Do you hear it coming? But. But then there's another side to this parable 
one we don't love so much. The owner asked the workers, do you begrudge my generosity? And the truthful answer for most of us is, well, actually, I do. I do begrudge it. It's not fair. This parable confronts one of our most deeply cherished values. The value of hard work and a just reward for that hard work. The more you work, the more you ought to get paid. Especially if some only work one hour. We don't love that. We don't even like that. We like to keep this a nice little spiritual parable where someone who has only been faithful for a minute like the repentant thief gets eternal life just like someone faithful for 950 years like Noah. Well, that's it. Praise God and hallelujah, let's all go home. Not so fast. What if Jesus meant this parable for everyday living? What if this parable is our invitation to enter the lives of those found in this story? The sick, the unemployed, the widow, the single mom, those who have been in prison, those living a lifestyle that we don't approve, they were all there. And the owner of the vineyard went to the marketplace and looked for them. He sought them out. He didn't wait for them to come to the church doors to walk through the vineyard's gate, he went looking for them. And he provided help. He invited them to the vineyard to experience a new life, one of dignity and of grace. Is Jesus saying he expects us to do the same? Does he actually expect us to help these people learn new skills so they can meet the needs of their, their families and of themselves? Could Jesus be telling us, yes, get people saved and ready for eternity, but while you're at it, help them come out of poverty and trials in the here and now. You know, you've ever heard the saying, you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good? I have a different version to offer. Show them that you are so heavenly minded that you do great earthly good. What if this parable is so modern in its message, 
that it is about a landowner who gives a single mother a job and then actually provides a safe and comfortable place for her children to be cared for. What if Jesus is challenging us to reach out to those who have been incarcerated or are in bondage, held captive by addictions, or are living immoral lives, to show them what it means to be surrounded by a community who loves them. My goodness! Jesus would never expect us to allow immoral people in our congregation, would he? He would want them first. What if this parable is simply a reminder that we who are paid more are to share with those who are paid less? What if we are supposed to take this parable and live like the landowner? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Come on, get closer. Come on, get closer. Lean forward. I want to see you leaning forward. Ready? No one ever repented on a deathbed of being a Christian. This is one of the most magnificent parables in the Gospels. And I hope you realize it when we go back into the world today to be workers in God's vineyard. It's not fair that we get to do that. Thank you, Jesus. It's not fair. Amen.